I uh, took a blowgun to it, blew it out really good, and oiled it up. It's nice and smooth now. Welcome to episode number 44 of Gears and Beers, the live portion of the Life Short Live Free podcast, where three freedom-loving, gun-toting capitalist pigs talk about gear we love, gear we hate, gun industry news, and give or take about 23 other random tangents. Tonight on the agenda, uh, the Rittenhouse update, uh, Big Daddy Unlimited being involved in a gun buyback, the NRA is hock- hacked in the files held ransom, and underestimating your opposition and carrying non-lethal. For real this time, we're actually going to get to that this time. That's not just a joke. Our panel tonight is made up of, as always, Mr. Andrew Johnson, Sam, the owner of Shyworks, and I'm your host, Box. This show is sponsored by Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator and ballistic imagery. Sam, tell us a little bit about Shyworks and what you got going on. Yeah, we are Iowa's certified customer preferred Cerakote applicator. So what we do is we take your idea, how you want your gun to look and, and make it a reality. So anything from, um, obviously beer themes are always a big one, bush light, or we do camouflages, anything from cryptech to multicam to all sorts of crazy designs. So that's kind of what we, what we specialize in is just picking your brain and finding out exactly what you want and making it a reality. So one thing we also offer is uh, Glock stippling. You probably can't see this, but this was one I was working on today. Um, stippling the polymer on your Glock, give you a little bit of surface, uh, to texture to, to grab onto as well as it looks freaking awesome. So also go to our website, shyworks.com. You can check out, um, lasered magazines. Let's go. Brandon just added that one on there. Uh, Glock backplates, mag bases, patches, shirts, all sorts of goodies. So use coupon code LSLF 10. We'll get you 10% off, uh, everything in your, uh, everything in your cart. We are also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, photography, videography, and wall art for those of us that love freedom. Take your business to the next level by giving it the look it deserves. They can provide you with product photos for your website, images for an advertisement, content for your social media, or even film a commercial. Or if you're just looking to hang something on your walls, check out BallisticImagery.com and use code GEARSANDBEERS for 10% off your order. Ballistic Imagery bulletproof quality see for yourself on facebook and ballisticimagery.com all righty formalities are out of the way we can get to the fun stuff uh hello who is that i'm oh murphy you are you are you on our website there miles that's yes, i haven't me. seen a twitch chat for a long time don hello me. cliff toad was just on our one of our podcasts a few weeks ago but no, he's yeah. a, he's a uh, he's few and far between. Yeah, he won't. He probably like I said, he won't be on the uh, the gears and beers because he doesn't do so good technologically. So <laughs> yeah, if if we can't have him actually just sit down with us in front of a camera, it doesn't tend to go as well. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Murphy, are you on the? Uh, um, are you on your phone on our website or on your, are you on a desktop? I'm just curious. I'm just stoked. Somebody's watching on our website. Hell yeah. yeah. For the rest of you yeah. go over to lifeshortlivefree.com. Watch over there. What the fuck are you doing? Get off this commie platform. We call Facebook now meta Sam. What do you go to it and go to a different commie platform called <laughs> Twitch? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Sam, what are you drinking? Um, year seven, uh, your uh, Seagram seven. Oh, I've got you hooks now, don't I? 
No, it was literally the only thing. It was either this or remember, let's see, back over my shoulder here, all that horrible whiskey that we we had the the episode where we drank is all just shit whiskey. It was either this or that or nothing. So I just put seven on ice. It's actually pretty decent. So ten high is next next episode. It's a definite possibility. I dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Nasty. Well, I'm getting a little bit used to drinking whiskey straight now, so I I think I could do it. A little bit of ice, I'd be all right. <laughs> Don, I tried Twitch, but I forgot I had an appointment to put my balls in a vice. <laughs> <laughs> is it that bad, it. Don? I don't get it. Apparently, they're commies. Uh, we need nice. to we need to come up with another solution for the chat over there well but it's probably yeah, going to cost least, money at least we're on the we're on our own website it just happens to be running through there they're still not controlling anything about us we do whatever the fuck we want they can't you know it's all good we're they can't shut us down god damn right johnson is that a new hat oh you were you were wearing that at the podcast weren't you yeah yeah it looks extra um, extra crisp in the in the video for some reason well, found a found a new one the other day. I was in need of a new one. My other one, you know, with hats and long greasy hair, they just they get gross. And once you wash a hat, it's totally hooped. So, you know, I just end up throwing them away and getting a new one because I just I don't know. I've tried to wash a few hats and they just never feel right afterwards. So it's, it's true. You need I need to figure somebody needs to figure out a good way to do that. Everybody says the dishwasher. But I just, I use, uh, I just hand wash them a little bit <clears> like, a, like a, a, a brush to get real here, right here. And just kind of work it in around the rest of the place. And it works great. See, mine's the inside that becomes the problem. The old band around the inside, she just gets all greasy, greasy. <laughs> <laughs> well, instead of talking about our terrible hygiene all night long, how about we? <laughs> Move right along to the news. So generally on Gears and Beers days, on these Wednesdays, I spend pretty much all day long changing things, getting things ready, you know, updating things, little things here and there. That was my plan today. And then I came across a post on Facebook on the Matt Walsh page that was broadcasting the Rittenhouse case live. I was like, oh, I'll check that out. And I started watching that and about, that was uh, what, fuck, 10.30 this morning, maybe? About 5 o'clock this afternoon, I figured, oh, well, that's enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> so that pretty much occupied my entire day, and I don't know why. I just could not get away from it, and I just pissed off the entire time at it. <laughs> so that's going to be our first uh, first news segment, and Sam, take the lead on that for us. Yeah, um, just so everybody's up to up to speed. Um, obviously, obviously, y'all heard of Kyle Rittenhouse. He was uh, the kid in Kenosha. Um, ended up shooting three people after the Jacob Blake riots. Um, he was arrested shortly after and charged with a couple counts of murder. Um, and obviously the media demonized him, you know, this horrible, horrible white supremacist. I'm not sure how he's a white supremacist being the only people he shot were white people. Um, 
but he is. That's how, because he was just picking white people to shoot <laughs> or, yeah. racist ass. It makes, it makes so much sense, doesn't it? <laughs> makes um, sense if you don't think about it. But anyway, his trial started a week ago about now. Um, and today the prosecution rest, rested their case a day or two ago. And um, so obviously it was the defense's turn. Um, and they actually, in a surprise move this morning, they called Kyle Rittenhouse to the stand, which is generally most times in a, in a murder trial, a lot of times the, that defendant doesn't get called just for the simple fact that the prosecution can tear him apart once he's on the stand. Um, so he was on, obviously it was a, um, the, de the defense attorney interviewed him first. Um, you know, just kind of said what happened and went through over all that. And then it was the prosecutor's turn. And let me tell you what, this guy is the epitome of a scumbag, slimy lawyer. He's just, I don't know what it was like the way that he enunciated everything, the way that he spoke is like the cliche trash, slimy box. Don't you agree? Like just the way he spoke. Yes. He was a smug just, fucking asshole. Right. But he was up there for, it was five or six hours. And keep in mind, this is an 18 year old kid on the stand. He was 17 when the, when the incident occurred, this is an 18 year old kid. I was extremely, extremely impressed by his composure, the way he kept his composure, um, the way that he, he did, he did very well. Um, but the prosecutor, basically he, at this point, he knows he's fucked because, um, their star witness, the guy that had one of the, one of the three that got shot and survived, there's two, two killed one shot and survived. Uh, he was on the stand, um, a couple days ago and he admitted point blank that Kyle did not shoot him until he had his hands up and Kyle did not shoot him until he pointed has his gun at Kyle, which is the definition of self-defense. Um, the defense or the, the prosecutor and the, and when that happened, he just, he had his face in his hands looking down, like he knew he was fucked or one of the prosecutors. Um, but Kyle explained the situation and I thought, like I said, I thought he did extremely, extremely well. I was very impressed uh, with his composure. If it was me up there, I would have told this guy to go fuck himself like 15 times in that, in that period. Um, but I don't see, I don't see that there's any possible way. If you look at the facts and strictly the facts and you take the nonsensical media out of this, frankly, the kids should have never been charged because the, 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 the prosecutor had those facts before this thing ever started. He did, he did not, um, he, he admitted that the prosecutor admitted that the first guy Rosenbaum that got shot told him, told, told Kyle that he was going to kill him. If he got him alone, he also admitted that he Rosenbaum lunged for his weapon and his hand was on the barrel of his weapon. When he shot him, he showed video of that fact. He showed, he showed the actual, he showed the incident when it happened. It's a clear cut case of self-defense 110%. They showed the other incidences where he, one guy hit him in the head with a skateboard, kicked him in the face, um, and also aimed a loaded handgun at, at him. And that was the other incidents that he, he actually fired because um, he shot Rosenbaum. He was running down the street because people were chasing him, trying to kill him. He, uh, he fell 
And then some guy came in and uh, kicked him in the head. He fired a couple rounds and he missed one person. Another person hit him in the, with a skateboard. He shot him in the chest, killed him. And then the third person, or the next person, uh, came at him with a handgun, had his hands up. Kyle didn't shoot him, kind of put his gun down a little bit. And then the kid lowered his, the guy lowered his weapon. And that's when Kyle blew his, he essentially blew his uh, bicep off and ended that, the, um, ended that the guy was obviously couldn't fire his handgun. He didn't have a fucking bicep anymore. So that was, that was that, but everything was on video. There is witnesses attesting to everything, literally saying, backing up everything that these people were trying to, um, the first one Rosen Rosenboom, there was, there was an instance, a witness that says, yes, he said, fuck you and lunged for his gun. This like the fact that this was even brought charges were brought is fucking absurd and ridiculous. This should never have never have happened. And the and the sad part of it is the only reason it did was because the media whipped it up in mm -hmm. such a case. Um, and that's sad. That's very sad. Um, but hopefully um, the jury will see through it. I mean, I don't I don't see that anybody could watch Kyle's testimony for six hours. He was nothing less than completely truthful and emotional. He had nothing to hide. It was clear that he wasn't trying to hide anything. He didn't, he was a hundred percent truthful. And if he had anything to hide, he wouldn't have gone on the fucking stand. He already had the case in the bag before he, he took the, took the stand. So the only reason he took the stand was to clear his name essentially and tell his side of the story. A guilty person wouldn't have done that. Um, so, I mean, anything can happen, obviously, with the, how crazy the fucking media is and everything. But if there was a place where I could put money on him being acquitted over this, I, I would. I, I, I see it going his way. At least I pray it does because he seems like a good kid. Um, all the, And the other thing that I didn't get was the, this prosecutor showed so much footage of this of Kyle walking around saying, hey, does anybody need medical? You know, trying to help people. He was walking around with a fire extinguisher, putting out fires. Being the entire time, he was nothing but a polite, polite, nice kid who was clearly there doing nothing but looking to help people. Um, so he like, the prosecutor didn't help his case there at all. Uh, it was just, he talked in circles and it was, it was, it was infuriating the way that he treated Kyle. But I see it going towards acquittal myself. What about you two? That prosecutor is everything I hate about people. <laughs> like he just he tried to twist every single thing yep. into the into the worst possible light. Like there was one instance where he was crossing the street and he was announcing himself as friendly, and he was like, "Why'd you feel you need had to need to, or you feel the need to announce yourself as friendly? Were you scared that they were gonna hurt you if they thought you were someone else?" So he was trying to walk him into this corner where he knew he was walking into a crowd of people that were going to hurt him. And he, that was his intention the whole time. And it was right. It was totally fucking obvious where he was trying to take everything to go. And it, it just wasn't happening, but I was raging pissed like all day long. It, at one point he even, he even says, um, he, he questioned Kyle, why he didn't put his gun down. He says, if you didn't think the group was, was hostile why did you keep your gun on are you fucking retarded 
where the yes. fuck are you going to put your gun? You stupid motherfucker. You're going to lay it. There's, there's a goddamn riot going on, literal arson and, and shit going on. And you're going to lay your gun down and walk off and leave it there for somebody. Are you fucking mental? And, and another group of people can't walk up to you. That isn't friendly. Right. That does have bad intentions. Like, yep. Why do people carry why do people carry guns all day every day for self defense? Well, you were in Walmart. Do you think Walmart's full of murderers? Why did you carry your gun into Walmart? Yep. Yep. You fucking idiot. Yep. Uh, yeah, I just I couldn't believe his line of questioning, literally suggesting that he should have put his gun down and and went and 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 it it was it was <clears throat> The guy, the guy was like I said. I think he knows he's fucked, and he's swinging for the fences. So he was, he was, he was slinging as much shit he could, as he could, and he was hoping something would stick to the wall. Um, yeah. But even the way, I mean, at one point, Kyle was fucking crying. Like he almost he, got under his skin. I mean, he was badgering him pretty hard there for a minute, and it was, he was almost him very, very hard. Yeah. Um. He actually started bought, like sobbing uncontrollably. I think it was during when the 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 defense was interviewing. It were you know, the defense was up there first. Um, but it was genuine. Like the kid's not an actor. And frankly, um, he's, he's a fan. He seems like a great kid, but he doesn't seem like he's like a super intelligent, you know, really. I mean, he just seems like a normal average Joe, just like, you know, so yeah. he's not some fucking mastermind that's going to keep all these lies and everything straight. Um, and, and at one point he, the judge even, um, the prosecutor was going after, why have you stayed quiet up until this point? Um, and the judge he paused it, sent the jury out, and it says, that's his constitutional Fifth Amendment right, you fucking idiot, and just laid into that prosecutor. Um, and then, so that was, he was based, you know, violating, violating his constitutional rights. And another time, he went down a line of questioning that the judge had explicitly already said was off limits. And he got to do pause at the whole thing, send the jury out and freaking scream at him again. Um, so the guy is just a fucking lunatic, man. Just pissed me off. Dip shit. Yeah. Johnson, did you say your piece? I think I might have I, I interrupted you before when you were trying to say something. Or did you have something to say? No, just I, I think um, I think as soon as I think as soon as they're key witness kind of hosed everything for him when he basically said, you know, Oh, when I had my hands up, he didn't shoot me. And then when I pointed my gun at him, that's when he shot me. <laughs> I mean, like, I feel like at that point, we're almost to a point where I don't remember what it's called. There's a term for it where the judge basically gives a determination without the jury. Yeah. Um, Something verdict. Yeah. But uh, I heard some people talking about that being a possibility, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, no, I, it's to me, it's looking like it's looking pretty good for Kyle, which is a good thing. Um, he absolutely did nothing wrong. And I think it is all, I think the whole thing happened because the media would have had like the DA's head on a fucking spit if they wouldn't have done something. Yeah. And, they and just made it so high profile that something had to 
come of it. And the, the media has done nothing but lie the entire mm-hmm. time. So the average Joe doesn't know the facts. They think these, like, um, I'm looking at an article right now, armed paramedic who was shot by Rittenhouse. Um, and they're speaking about the felon who was not able to have a handgun, who was pointing it at Rittenhouse. Um, and they're talking, they, he called him a paramedic because he went to like a week of fucking paramedic training, an EMT class. So an armed paramedic, he was a fucking felon with a gun. who was trying to shoot Kyle Rittenhouse. Like, really? I mean, don't, don't try and sugarcoat it. Um, and the, the, the article that I was reading before I went to that one mentioned the uh, Rosenbaum. Oh yeah. And by the way, he was a sex offender. You know, they just kind of put that down at the bottom of the article and didn't, you know, had to hide that shit, but. Yeah, pretty ridiculous how the media treated it. Yeah, I I can think of several friends of mine who would see would base their opinion off of how the media is portraying it, but I know if they were to watch the shit that I watched all day long today, they would 100% understand. They would yep. they would they would totally change their opinion. They would be like, "Wow. <laughs> you're right." But they're only going to read what's in the media, so they're going to have their own fucking yeah. opinions. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that the uh, a lady on the young. You guys familiar with that news show, The Young Turks? Super left wing fucking lunatics. Nope. I think they're on like MSNBC or uh, it doesn't matter. But anyway, sounds like she's garbage. A, she's a hardcore leftist, and she admitted on the air that she was fooled, she was duped, and she was wrong because once she saw the facts actually come out, once she watched the trial. And that's pretty impressive for someone, you know, to uh, someone of that caliber to admit, yes, I was wrong. Kyle is innocent. So um, you're absolutely right, Box. If people know the facts, but the media doesn't want to show them the facts. Division. You know, riots. Exactly. Peaceful protests. Exactly. Okay. Well, we should probably be. Oh, well, one last thing. I believe they the judge said that the the trial will be wrapping up Monday or Tuesday. I don't know when we'll have a verdict, but I believe that's when he said. Should I be, bet it would be should a, be wrapping up. I would bet it's a fairly quick verdict. I mean, ju- everything I've seen in this trial, it's like a slam dunk. But then again, I wasn't in the courtroom. You know, I don't know the jury, but I, I just I don't see it. I don't see it being a hung jury. It's a freaking closed case look at the evidence done but who knows we'll see you would think people are fucking stupid though so it's hard to tell very true uh we should be moving on though uh how about we talk about big daddy unlimited getting involved with the uh with the gun buyback program what happened to there johnson so this was something that i was kind of interested in because and i'm always kind of interested in this kind of stuff because you always see the headlines and all the headlines were big daddy unlimited hosts a gun buyback program that was like on all the forums and all these online articles and people you know guns and gadgets and reno may and all these stuff some of them were big daddy unlimited participates in a gun buyback program, a lot of like the the actual articles were titled um, the Big Daddy Unlimited hosted a gun buyback program. Um, and a lot of these guys made videos and a lot of these articles, they all come out and they say, 
Big Daddy Unlimited was involved in a gun pieback program. We don't know what their involvement was, but they were a part of it. And then they'll never, they never follow up on it and say what their involvement was or do any research. They just, you know, ah, the sky is falling, which I mean, anytime a gun industry business takes part in one of these, it's never a good idea, right? That's, it's always bad. Um, what they were really doing with this, they were contacted by the local sheriff's department, asked if they wanted to be involved. Um, they said, sure. How do you want us to be involved? And the sheriff's department was like, well, we always like to have, um, you know, gun owners represented and, um, at these things. So they were offering, uh, free gun locks. They were offering deals. And I think even giving away some gun safes and, um, like gift certificates to training classes for people who like change their minds and stuff. It was just a way to represent the second amendment community and at like gun safety and, you know, safe legal firearm ownership, um, at the event. And this is coming from them. So I don't know, you know, how true that is. This is actually coming from the owners of big daddy unlimited. So, I mean, they are, probably trying to do damage control with as much bad press as they've got. Um, but that's what they said their involvement was. And I've heard from a couple other places that they were handing out locks and safes and, you know, doing things like that as far as safe storage and, um, training classes and stuff. Um, but I think like, I don't know, to me, I'm kind of like torn on it. Like, because, half me says, well, at least there's somebody pro gun at these trying to say, Hey, you know, if you're worried about keeping it out of the hands of your kids, here's some, you know, you don't have to turn it in. Here's a, you know, here's a gun lock, here's a safe, here's whatever. Um, but at the same time, like anybody in the industry shouldn't be involved in these gun buyback programs. Cause we all know these programs are bullshit. Um, but I think it's one of those cases where this isn't somebody that's in the gun industry because they're super pro two a people, they're business people. They're about they're They know business. They're not gun guys like we are, you know, they're not big fanatics of the second amendment and they're business people and they're doing business and they're, Oh yeah, we'll do something nice for the sheriff's department. They asked us to come do this. Sure. You know, they don't, see it as a bad thing when they're asked to do it. Uh, I, I, I tend to agree with you there, Johnson. Um, the, my other question is. This would be I your first question action. Yes. I was agreeing with Johnson, I guess you're right. But um, <laughs> my question is I've, I've, I've been a, I've always slammed these things when they've happened, but what is so bad about a gun buyback program? Um, say a voluntary old, gun buyback. Let's make well, that a hundred percent voluntary. Yeah. Yes. But if somebody has got an old shotgun, grandpa's shotgun that's rusted to shit and doesn't work anymore, you're not going to be able to sell it for more than 25 bucks. A lot of these places, if you go in, they'll give you a hundred to $200 per gun, no matter what the fuck it is. Um, 
The problem is it uses, I think the problem that most people have with it is they use taxpayer money to buy off this garbage that, and the, the problem is it's no questions asked. So if it's a criminal who's just robbed, robbed and killed somebody with this thing, they can come in, ditch the fucking thing, no questions asked, get money to go buy another one to go commit another crime. That's an interesting thought. I guess you I got some of that. fucking balls to do that. <laughs> you do have some fucking murder ball. somebody and then go sell the gun to the police. So time out. Is <laughs> well, that I mean, that's tell me that couldn't happen. Johnson, is that part of the the deal though? Are they no questions asked truly? Or yes, if they were looking for a, a weapon, <clears throat> they say they knew that this particular weapon was used in a in a murder. A lot of times they are absolutely no questions asked. They take the guns, they destroy them. That's it. Done. I wonder though, I mean, if they log them somewhere, do they run the serial numbers on each gun? I have no idea. I'd be shocked if they didn't, but who knows? Maybe they don't. Um, and Nathan says, ask the Australians how well those gun turner programs work for them. Yes, Nathan, I understand that, but we're talking about completely voluntary, not this is just a sheriff's department saying, Hey, if you have old guns you don't want, bring them in. Right. This is that was a non-voluntary. If you didn't do it, you went to uh, to to federal fuck me in the ass prison. Um, this, yeah, and I'm not saying I'm for these or anything. I'm just saying that a completely voluntary, even if Big Daddy Unlimited was involved with it, frankly, I. I don't fuck. I don't really care that much to be honest with you. I mean, and, and the problem, the problem I have, I guess with this whole situation and this whole sensationalized story is, well, there's two things like maybe even three, if it was, if it was a small, if it was a small town gun shop that did the exact same thing, nobody would have fucking batted an eye, but because big daddy unlimited runs ads and, affiliate links with people and shit on YouTube, everybody fucking blew up about it. Right. right. They're right. popular. So everybody fucking lost their mind about it. And then two, if I don't know, man, it's like everybody who is screaming about big daddy unlimited right now. And they're, they're supposed to be pro two a, and they're taking part in all this. Uh, they'll never get a red set from me are the same people well, cancel culture. Oh my God. Yeah. You're part of cancel culture. You're part of cancel culture until it happens in the two a community. Like it does every fucking day. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're just, as, we're just oh, as guilty as everybody else about that shit. Probably worse. I people agree. see, people see one thing. They read one thing on Instagram. Oh, you know, this company or that company donated to this Democrat or that Democrat. And it's like, Oh, nobody should ever buy any of their products ever again. It's like instant fucking outrage when it happens in the two a community, but we shun the entire Hollywood for cancel culture. You know, it's like, guys, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's it, to me, it's, it's pretty crazy. I mean, I don't disagree. I think there's some things like that, you know, what we should be like that about, but this, no, this is, this is not, this is, <laughs> this is not one of them. Yeah. And I'd be curious to know too, like, as far as these gun buyback programs, how many guns are like actually the, the big thing is get them, get them off the street. You know, mm -hmm. how many, how many are like, you know, freaking gang banging 
stolen you know, guns, stolen yeah. type shit. And I like, once again, I'm not advocating this. I'm not saying they're a great thing. I'm just saying it's not that big a fucking. Thing. I think a lot of times they get like a lot of like CO2 BB guns and shit too. Oh, and, and uh, these guys made slam fire shotguns. I take a, 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 a two by four, a, a pipe and a few nails, mm-hmm. turn it into a slam fire shotgun. It says, Hey, this is a gun here. Give me $200. You could make a freaking killing doing that shit. Yeah. We should do that. Let's just start manufacturing mass amounts of these fucking simple firearms and then traveling to whatever bad buyback (laughs) there is. How do you make a living? Oh, I I build guns and sell them the gun buyback programs. (laughs) (laughs) Nathan says Hollywood's guns have killed more people than my guns have. Yep, absolutely. At my count, that's two right now. So, yeah. So, yeah, once again, just to just to end it. I think I think it was a major overreaction. I don't think it was that big of a fucking. Uh, yeah, and the the last thing I'll say about it is, it it really bothers me that we sensationalize all this stuff and b- freak out and yell the sky is falling, and you know how bad Big Daddy Unlimited is, and when we don't know what their involvement was yet. Everybody made these videos and articles, and all of them said we don't know what their involvement was. And then we find out what their involvement was and everybody is just like, Oh, well, they don't make a video freaking out saying, Hey, this is what big daddy unlimited did with this gun buyback, or this is what actually happened. You know, here's some more information and let you, you know, decide for yourself. No, it's just like, Oh, they did something bad. We think probably so. So don't like them anymore. Well, and the reason like they do that is, is these gun channels. Hell yeah, they they as soon as they even get a whiff of that, they're mm-hmm. running to their computer to their their video cameras and making a video and getting it on YouTube as fast as possible. Yeah, for the simple fact of if they're the first one reporting this shit, they're gonna get more views. They're no you better know, than the mainstream and, media. And it's funny, it's funny because they all complain about how CNN reported this, but when there was a correction, you know, it was just this tiny little blurb. Well, they fuck. They do a better job at correcting than these guys do. They'll at least they'll at least post a correction or something, you know. And God knows where you can't even find it on their website in the fine print somewhere. But at least they posted it somewhere. But these guys, they're just like, oh yeah, I don't care. I got I got twenty five thousand views in the first half hour of that one. I don't. That's as far as I looked. Yep. You know, it's like these guys don't understand how hypocritical they are about you know mainstream media they hate the mainstream media but then they do the same shit on youtube to get clicks and shit the same way the same thing happened uh the 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 what we were talking about last week the baldwin the baldwin thing the same thing Mm -hmm. happened with that and granted it turned out to be those those facts we knew in the very beginning were mostly true yeah there was people reporting this shit before like the, the body, she wasn't even dead probably yet. And people were reporting this shit. Oh, Baldwin yeah. shot somebody with, you don't have any facts yet. Keep your fucking mouth shut because you're spreading rumors that you don't know anything about, you know? And it's, but, well, we're not uh, completely guilt-free there ourselves. It's not like that? we don't talk about anything that we don't have all the facts about. No, but we're not. we do it all the time. But, we're yeah, but we don't, we don't make any fucking money off it either. These guys are doing it because they make money from it. And it's all about the almighty dollar about getting that 
getting all the clicks on it, you know. And we're not rushing to to make this is just something we talk about during this, you know, our podcast. We're not rushing to put out a video as fast as we can before we had any facts on stuff. But like we're you're right, we're guilty. I've I've called myself hypocritical many times on this show, um, you know, for various reasons. So we're, you know. We're just, we're trying to be better than we were yesterday, I guess. Everybody, that's what everybody should be doing, but you're right, Box. I know. We're, we're, I'm always right. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's some bullshit. Uh, Red Five Golf, I haven't seen him before. He says, Rittenhouse is a hero. Well, I would, I would tend to disagree. Um, the dude was just trying to survive. He wasn't. He wasn't trying to do anything else. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you right now, he does not view himself as a hero. All he wants to do is put this shit behind him and go and live his life um, out of this bullshit that, that he's been uh, thrown into. Yeah. That's, all I, that's all I got to say about that. I just wanted to clarify we're not. And he did nothing heroic. Saved um, his own life. That was it. Next, Miles says Sam. Yeah, I was going to say next Sam is a commie hypocrite. How, what in a, Miles, what in the fuck is that supposed to mean? I am offended. Underneath that, I call him a hypocrite. Under, underneath that C on his hat, he's got a fucking Soviet Union <laughs> slogan. It's C for commie. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Um, we should be moving on to the final uh, story here in the news segment, though. The did you guys even hear about this? I didn't hear about this until I was searching around today that the NRA got hacked. Nope. Didn't see a thing on it. Victims of more fucking ransomware. Apparently this happened like two weeks ago. I think two weeks ago today from as far as I can tell from this group named Grief. I think they're Russian, of course. But Which is they, funny that none of us heard because no one cares about the NRA anymore. <laughs> that's part of it. <laughs> but apparently they, I don't, I don't think from what I can tell, it wasn't like a targeted attack or anything. They're not like, Ooh, let's attack the NRA. NRA. That was just somebody opened or email that they probably shouldn't have opened. I'm, I'm assuming fucking Wayne, but they apparently they released 13 files which include a grant proposal form, recent grant recipients, an email to a grant winner in the W-9 form, and the minutes from a September 24th teleconference meeting. So, so nothing I'm, important. I'm assuming, judging from that, they really don't have <laughs> buck all. And yeah, I don't think we got to worry. Something I came across while reading about this was somebody made a good point was the NRA was just investigated like pretty thoroughly, not that long ago for through all their books and all that shit because of that bankrupt case or the New York case mm -hmm. and nobody found anything. So what do these guys think that they have that's worth however much money that they're, holding this shit ransom for right oh, they're holding it ransom <laughs> yes it's yeah a ransomware attack just well, like that just like the fucking pipeline we don't have another copy of that form son of a bitch what are we gonna do without the minutes on that meeting but oh, they don't know <laughs> they didn't get any members names or anything like that well that that 
generally how ransomware works is they'll get your files and they'll post some of what they have online to like prove that they have your shit and kind of get you scared. And then they're like, give us your money or we'll post more. More. We'll post everything. We'll post those nudies we found. All those pathetic dick pics you took. Of Wayne? (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. Yeah, but I, uh, I, I'm I'm assuming I thought this was interesting because I just I thought this would be one of those stories that was all over, like we were just talking yeah. about all over YouTube channels, people freaking out. NRA is totally fucked. But I was I found it buried on the firearm blog. I there just, was TMB had something on it. Uh, Guns and gadgets had something on it, and what the hell is that? There's like a lady who does a lot of second amendment type news stories she also had but liberty. i don't i don't yeah liberty doll yeah i, I could just only ran a cloud across her this week um i only saw like three or four videos on it so i yeah apparently it's not that big of a deal i i had not heard heard of it until uh box just brought it up so weird yeah so you usually go ahead sorry I was just going to sum up the uh, segment there. What did you have to say? Nothing. Nothing important. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Well, in summary, (laughs) uh, if you end up seeing a bunch of people freaking out about the NRA being hacked, then just know that it's probably nothing. Nothing really to worry (laughs) about. They might be able to release some member names or information or something like that. I don't know. Uh, who knows what's going to happen? The NRA has kind of held it under wraps. So I, they'll probably end up paying because it's a fucking NRA and nothing will, will, will ever happen with it. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Uh, anything to say, anything else to say about that boys? No, not, not other than if you want me to start bitching about the NRA, but, not, not no, really. Not especially. Okay, <clears throat> moving on. Do you guys know what time it is? Nine twelve. It's time for the question of the week. Oh, oh God. I thought, it, <laughs> I thought it, maybe it was watermelon time. No, no. This question comes to us from Chad Chattington in Montana. He says... Hey, Chad. I've recently been having trouble getting to sleep. My mind won't stop. I lie awake at night staring at the ceiling, thinking. I can't stop wondering. Is there more to life than Monster Energy and XDs? <laughs> well, Chad, um, there is there is more to life than Monster Energies and XDs. Um, I would say start with start by transitioning to coffee. <laughs> you know, the monster energies, there's too much bad stuff in them. Switch to coffee. That's good advice. Um, and, and when you're sitting there drinking your coffee in the morning, um, you know, just getting ready for the day, trying to relax a little bit before the daily grind, head on over to lifeshortlivefree.com. Um, you can run over to the forum over there and there's actually a gear swap portion where you can list that XD for sale. Um, if you feel like getting made fun of, I don't think anyone will buy it, but at least you can post it and try and sell it there. Um, but you know, there'll be a, a, 
if you can't sell it, there will be at least a lot of good, knowledgeable people, semi-knowledgeable. Well, well, I won't stretch it too far. Semi-knowledgeable people that can at least point you in the right direction to get in something a little bit better. <laughs> that's a that's a real solid answer. Absolutely agree. That's that's the way I was going to go to tell them get rid of that fucking XD. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff's bitching again. <laughs> <laughs> at least this one didn't go like gay. Please, I mean, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot to mention that beforehand. I was gonna. I, I made note. I was like, Sam, don't take this to a real gay place <laughs> this time. I forgot. <laughs> Luckily, we lucked out. Uh, yeah, Johnson, you did good there. I, that's a fantastic answer. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh my god, really? Why are you you're fucking us? <laughs> god <laughs> damn it! You're such a baby, Clint or Cliff. <laughs> LSLF says to please consult your physician for proper medical advice. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, good stuff. Good okay, stuff. moving on. I don't know how much we're gonna actually going to have to say about this. This is just something that kind of bothers me every now and then. It comes, it comes up every now and then. Most recently, I came across a post from Iraq veteran 8888 where he posted, you're, po you're proposing to take guns from people who sneak up on a deer, shoot it with a bow, grind it up, and put it in a jar. Okay. That bothers me because, like, yeah, a lot of people hunt and shoot deer. That doesn't mean they know how to fight, and that also doesn't mean that your opposition doesn't know how to fight. They may have different tactics than us. They may not know how to run a gun like us, but they have their own ways of taking us down. Just because we're proponents of the, of the Second Amendment and we, we're like, yeah, train, we got medical, we got guns, we got, all, we got body armor and shit like this. That's not the only way to win a, win a fight. They have their own fucking ways to, to tear us down. And I think looking at the news, everyone can see that. People are torn down every single day in totally fucked up ways. Mm -hmm. And if you look back at, at Chaz... If you really get down into examining, they have their own, they had some really fucked up tactics that helped them grow and keep their area secure or whatever and to get rid of outsiders and all sorts of weird shit. That, that just bothers me how everyone assumes that just because we have guns that we can't be beat. Right. That, that, I just don't like that thought. Guns are not the the end all be all to to winning a war. It sure is a big help, though. Oh, absolutely. Well, I mean, on 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 one side, I see his point. Um, I mean, because if you look at the other side, what they got going on, you know, don't know what bathroom to use, you know, just all this fucking nonsense. But it's the other side. That's not who they're going to send after us. Or I exactly, mean, worst mm -hmm. comes to worst. Guess what? it's it's not those. It's it's not the freaking guys dressing up like chicks and 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 you know don't know what bathroom to use and and all that bullshit. It's not those guys coming after us. It's going to be the guys that um, basically are trained in violence. You know the 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 cops the 
the the parts of the military that don't fucking care about their freedoms, I guess, that just like violence. And that's exactly what they're doing in the military right now. Um, they're weeding out those that are that value freedom, those that value um, thinking individually and for yourself. And they're, they're keeping those in that will just toe the fucking line and do what they're told. Um, if you look how, how the Germans did, did things, um, you know, years ago, back in World War II, everybody is baffled. Like, how did, how, how did we allow it to get to this? Why, why, did, why were those people, you know, how, how did we get here? People were doing their fucking job and what they were told to do, and they were following the law. And it was sellout people that were good at violence that, you know, eventually they, those were the ones going after people. It wasn't, you know, so I, Box, I see your point. Yes, absolutely. I think that's a very, that's a very uh, naive way to be thinking about it um, uh, because the people, you know, that are going to come kicking doors are going to be extremely experienced and know exactly what the fuck they're doing. Um. On the, on, the lighter side of, on the lighter side of things, I don't think that half the people who go deer hunting and grind it up and put it in a jar, I bet half of them wouldn't even fight you. Oh, absolutely. Nate, They'd just be, okay, sorry. Those are going yeah, to be the people that we described today as FUDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nathan says desperate people turning their own guns and their neighbors that, that own guns in exchange for food. hundred percent. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, um, we are seeing, we are seeing this in America. We are seeing who's going to stand up um, because the government illegally put out a mandate. One man signed it and said, I'm going to inject shit in your body and there ain't jack shit you can do about it. And guess what? Over half the fucking country has been over. And fucking done what they're told. Because why? Like, I posted on Facebook a while back that I was shocked. I was absolutely shocked how many businesses are just fucking bending to his will and doing what they're told. And Box says, really? He, he commented on us says, really? You're fucking surprised that people are taking the easy way out? Because the majority of Americans are fucking cowards and don't care about freedom. They care about comfort and what's best for them personally, not what's best for the country and what's best for freedom. And they're lazy. hundred fucking percent. hundred percent. I'll argue one little thing that you said, what's best for them. Not necessarily what's best for them. Maybe what, what they're they, told, what they perceive is, is what's best yeah. for them. What they're told is best for them. You correct. Yes. I, I misspoke. I, I, I would agree with that. Um, yeah. But I mean, there's, there, there's a line in the sand that's being drawn right now. I mean, we're, we're in, frankly, I think this time that we're in right now is a time that will be looked back on history as a, I don't know if it's going to be a turning point or a, some, some point in, in, in freedom, because if we don't have the freedom to, to say what goes in our own body, there is no freedom. But I, I feel like it's very clear who is going to stand up and fucking do something and, and who's not. And, and every, every coward that just bends over and sure, you can inject me with whatever you want. Just let me go to fucking work. Do I have to still wear a mask? Sure. Okay. Do I have to still stay at home? Sure. Okay. You know, 
Um, I, I don't know how I got on this tangent, but (laughs) But back to the, back to the root topic though, is, you know, underestimating your opposition and believing that we have guns and so we can't be beaten and they're just going to be a bunch of losers who don't know what bathroom to use swinging dildos at us. Well, that's not true at all, you know, and, and you're absolutely right. You know, having that line of thinking is completely naive and, it's going to bite you in the ass. If you go to the end thinking that way, you know, um, it's, I, I truly do believe that if it comes down to that, it will be military and law enforcement who are, I'm just taking orders. I don't want to do this, but I'm just taking orders and, but I can't afford to lose my job. So I'm just going to keep, you know, those are going to be the people we're up against. It's not these people who are screeching on Facebook and Twitter, you know? Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we have, we have, we have law enforcement in our audience. Um, several people, uh, even, even watching in here tonight. Um, but I know I have law enforcement friends that I know, I know for 100% fact, are on our side and we'll, we'll not do that. But I know, I know that there's a lot and they've even told me there's a lot that they work with. We'll do whatever the fuck they told. They don't, yeah. they don't doesn't freedom doesn't matter to them. Um, and to Nathan's comment here, take the jab and have a job or refuse and go hungry is a pretty tough decision for some people. That isn't a decision that you should have to make right now. There is there is one, you can't be fired for not getting it or you're going to get paid like a motherfucker because it's unconstitutional, this mandate that they're trying to push. And there are so many people hiring. There is so many jobs available that there is no way that even if you do quit your job or lose your job because you didn't get the shot, that there's no way that you can't find work within four hours of leaving your other job. There's no way. And they're at the highest pay rates we've ever seen. I I would agree with that. I would agree with that. Um, so, so box, what's, um, what's the solution? I mean, yes, we don't want to underestimate. I mean, are you saying that we need to be, we need to be training more. We need to be, I mean, what, what's, what are you suggesting? What's, what's the solution here? I think it's just being conscious of the capabilities of the opposition. It's not so much. Yes, I absolutely keep training, but ju- I don't know. Just don't underestimate them. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, don't have a, don't have a preconceived notion that you're already on top. Yeah. That's you're already losing. If you thought you won. Mm-hmm. I mean, then there's a there's a side to this too that's less about political ideologies and more of on a personal level. There are far far more violent, dangerous people out there than you, and people seem to think because they're carrying a gun that they're invincible. 
Never mind that they don't really know how to use it. But there are also people out there that are on the complete opposite end of the spectrum that know how to use firearms and weapons and stuff like that so much better than mm-hmm. any of us here. Yeah. And no one really recognizes that for some reason. Ah, what are you going to do? Fight me with a dildo or something, fag? It's, that, that, yeah. that, that bothers me to think that everyone thinks that, oh, you're a liberal, you're a libtard, you don't carry a gun, you don't know how to use a knife, you don't know how to do any of this shit. Yeah. That, that bothers me. Just being conscious of the uh, of the enemies or the opposition, or rather, I'll say, of their capabilities, I think, is something that we all need to be more aware of. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I I uh, I agree. Um, and I think another thing people underestimate is, um, I mean, just. Just, uh, you know, you go out and, and box says you, you carry a gun and you think you think you're invincible. Um, but people don't, I mean, if somebody is, whether they're in a, in a warp state of mind from drugs or something like that, I mean, people don't understand the, the fucked up links, um, other people go to when they're, or when they're either desperate for, you know, if, if somebody's, if somebody's robbing you there's, there's the good chance that they're desperate and people drove driven to desperation will do some fucking crazy fucked up, really nuts things. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're not trained, uh, in a, in a way to, to, you know, that you can address that, you can, you can, you can defend yourself from that. I mean, if you just, if you go out once a month and shoot a fucking paper plate and, and I'm probably as guilty as anyone on this, and then, and then think that you're going to defend yourself from the crazy method down the street that just was on a freaking week long binge and is, and is, you know, coming down and is starving or whatever. I don't know what's going on in his life comes and decides to jump me as I'm walking down fourth street to get to my truck. You know, you, you never know. So just, 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 uh, be prepared for the freaking the shit that's coming your way. That's yeah. That's, that's another problem is people have the scenario the the perfect scenario in their mind for why they carry a firearm they think oh i'm going to have plenty of time to draw i'm going to have plenty of time to recognize what's going on and i'll just pull out my gun and i'll shoot him and it'll be over they don't really understand violence they haven't seen real violence they don't know what people what links people go, will go to like sam said it's uh, no, I'll just pull a gun out and shoot him and it'll be, it'll be, that's not how it's going to go. I have, yep. I've seen a lot of really fucked up videos. You, <laughs> people go to some crazy fucking links to, to survive or to steal a phone or a pair of jeans. You wouldn't believe the links people will go to and that's for nothing. Yep. Uh, there's a there's a phrase uh, the body will not go where the mind hasn't, um, and that meaning that if you're not mentally prepared for something, um, if you haven't thought it through, if you're not if you haven't trained, if you haven't you know, in the very at the very least thought about it, um, that you're not going to be ready to do it. And there's there's a lot of 
like tragic incidents that happen when people see this unspeakable things in, unfolding in front of their faces and they freeze and you can see there's videos. I mean, you, you can watch these, Holy fuck, there's something crazy going on. And this person is just frozen there. Um, you know, because their brain can't comprehend what is going on, but that's part of, that's part of training. You know, you, you, you need to, to realize that there is this evil in the world you know, or even not even evil, just fucking horrible accidents that happen. You know, you come across a car accident and somebody lost their fucking arm or some shit like that. You know, whether you're going to be ready to jump into action and do something to help, or you're just going to be like, holy shit, you know, cause you're seeing this and there's a big difference. Let me tell you right now, there's a big difference between seeing this shit in real life as opposed to a movie. You know, we're so, we're so desensitized in movies. We see somebody get their head chopped off every, you know, all the fucking mm -hmm. time, big deal, you know, whatever it's a movie. It doesn't, it doesn't even affect us anymore. But speaking from experience, when you go and see this shit in real life, let me tell you right now, it is a hundred percent different. I, I can't even describe it. It's a, it's a different, it's a way different experience. And, and if you haven't thought about you know, thought about this beforehand, it's going to be really hard to get through it. So I, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, uh, it's something, it's something to, I guess seeing, I don't know, seeing gruesome things versus, um, being prepared to defend yourself when you're not, when you're least expecting it, I think are two wholly different things and ways of thinking about it, I guess. Like is after you canoe somebody's melon that was trying to jump you, you know, you're going to have to worry about, Oh, I don't like the gruesome shit. And there's a lot of different smells and sounds that I wasn't prepared for. Right. But the, act of actually somebody jumping on your back and grabbing your neck and having to physically hand to hand fight somebody off before you got to shut their lights off as a whole different scenario, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I'll agree. I mean, if I got to throw up on a dead body after I'm done, okay. But as long as I am able to throw up on a dead body, not, you know, be getting fucking mugged backtracking yeah. a little bit back to the political side of it nathan has a good comment there communists have a really good track record at stacking up bodies mm -hmm. and people seem to think oh it's those guys that aren't going to be able to fight really <laughs> right look at the fuck uh, history man well that's an entire nation of organized communists we're not just talking you know a couple hundred from portland either but Yes, I would completely agree. I don't think we're talking about a couple hundred from Portland either. I think it's growing. Well, yeah. Unfortunately, absolutely. It definitely is. Yeah. Well, yep. I, uh, any final thoughts? I, I don't have any, any final thoughts on that. Do you? Train. Be ready. That's it. <laughs> carry a, uh, carry a, uh, a desert eagle. It it took me a second. <laughs> it didn't register real quick in my my brain. I asked for final thoughts, and you were just like train, 
I was like, what the fuck is he talking about trains? What does a train have to do with this? Choo-choo! Oh. <laughs> okay, got it. I'm a little slow. I've had, I've had some whiskey tonight. Pardon my friend, he's a little slow. Well, we sh- should we move on to a little uh, less violent topic now? We were going to talk about this several weeks back. And we I'm ran just out here of, for the violence. Or we ran out of time, and we haven't got around to it. So tonight we're gonna we're gonna finish out on it. We're gonna talk about carrying non-lethal. Sam, I'm gonna grab a beer for this. Uh, yeah, a non-lethal beer. <laughs> Sam, talk to us. Yeah. Um, so, as far as carrying non-lethal, I mean, say you're in say you're in a situation. Um, that requires you to defend your life and, and say it does end up in, in um, uh, you have to kill somebody or you have to shoot somebody. Say, say you only wound them. Um, say you shoot him in the leg, no matter, even if you were completely justified in that situation, um, no matter, even if the, the, the district attorney declines to press charges, um, there is still a very good possibility that there's still civil um, cases going to be going to be taken up um, taken up against you. Um, so I, I started thinking about um, is there is it a good idea to carry other options rather than your just you know your gun your lethal option? Um, so. Th- and there's not always there's not always going to be a time when you know say some some dude is drunk and and getting a little bit rowdy um, when you're walking down the street you don't have any other options uh, to defend yourself other than your Glock 19 you know is the correct option to to plug him even if maybe he deserves it um, and I think the correct answer to that is no not not that's not always the correct answer for several reasons, um, moral, ethical, uh, legal reasons. Uh, so is there, a, would you guys ever consider carrying another option, uh, pepper spray, um, a taser? Um, you know, there's all sorts of, there's all sorts of different items. There's, I mean, we all, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider a knife, a non-lethal object or non-lethal uh, choice, but that's the only other thing I carry. I carry a flashlight, a knife and a gun. Um, but there's also so many other options. There's, there's what they call, and this is for the ladies, their self-defense keychain. It's like, they, it looks like a pair of cat ears, you know, you put them in there and you can punch with them. That's just, just kind of help them out. There's, there's stun guns, there's uh, tasers, there's, there's um, all sorts of stuff. There's batons. There's, I mean, just a, a plethora of other other options. Um, but as far as men, like, would you consider ever carrying anything else? I mean, what else can we comfortably carry that would be <clears throat> worth it? I mean, do you do you do you ever think about it? I've carrying pepper spray has been a consideration of mine for years but it's never been a strong enough consideration for me to to actually do it it may be something that i would buy and carry from time to time but it would not be an everyday thing for me i don't Mm -hmm. think if it was 
Well, if I if I had pepper spray, it would probably be something I would carry when I wasn't. If I was like going, if I if I was like going to the bar or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, do they make and and I don't know, but this just popped into my head. Do they make phone cases that double as like a freaking stun gun or anything like that? Does anybody make that? Because that's about the only thing that I could ever see myself. You know, something I already carry. Um, I don't know if they make anything like that, but that'd be an interesting choice. I don't know. I think the stun gun thing is a dead end. I do yeah. not see dry stunning somebody. I don't care how strong the taser is. You get somebody fucked up on something, that taser ain't going to mean shit. And especially if it's some piddly little fucking thing when a X-25, you know, like legit taser doesn't even work half the time. You got this little fucking stun gun that you keep in your pocket and you think that's going to do something to some wacko, you know, whacked out method that ain't before at least, at least pepper spray is going to keep him fucking blinded where he can't fucking see worth the shit. You know, I just want to ask real quick. Cliff asked or mentioned doesn't work on everyone. Are you talking about pepper spray cliff? I want to, I assume he's probably talking about tasers. Uh, stun guns probably yeah. stun guns and especially stun guns like say in the winter they're not going to work through a, a Carhartt they're just not right. you know yeah. um but i think most i think mostly um a lot of these self defense weapons that i'm looking at right now are just going to give you uh give you a window say you hit them with pepper spray that's not going to chances are you didn't hit them fabulous you know right in the right in the snaz or whatever yeah. That's all, all that's going to do is give you a, a window to get the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. The same with a stun gun. Even if it's like most stun guns aren't going to be like police grade quality. The only thing that's going to do is say somebody's is, is on you, you know, and you can zap them. It, it gets you off, you know, gets breaks, breaks contact a little bit and you can run for the hills, get the hell out of there. And, um, I think that's, I think that's what a lot of these self-defense weapons are, um, kind of, kind of um made for really i mean they're not gonna completely knock anybody out every every little self-defense flashlight stun gun like i don't know it just seems like 95 percent of them that i have seen have been like rinky dink hokey ass you know alabama gun show fucking garbage you know I mean, I'm, I just, and I just don't, I personally, I think that, that the, you know, like pepper spray would be a much better option and get you a much bigger window to get the hell out of there than a stun gun would. But I think box is on the right track though, is that I think would be something that I would be more prone to carry when I'm not carrying a firearm. Like, because to go back to your previous point, there are situations where you need to break contact with a person or, you know, somebody's acting up and you need to get away from them or get them to stop somehow. And, you know, shooting them is not the right option. And, you know, uh, a non-lethal option is, is a good choice there, but the other the other question is uh, your firearm 
drawing it, pointing it at them. It doesn't always necessarily need to be need to be fired. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, in the case that we were talking about just a little bit, bit ago, the Rittenhouse case, and in, in the first shooting, they and they showed this on video. He was being chased. He turned around. He pointed his weapon at the guy, and the guy kept advancing. You know, he put his hands up, and then he kept advancing. Um, but say that was a different, different scenario. And the guy stopped, you know, he, he knew what was going on. He put his hands up. Why didn't he stop? I don't know. That's not the point. The point is he stopped in that instance. So, um, I know a lot of people say that if you draw your gun, use it. I I don't necessarily agree with that. I think to a certain point, a uh, firearm can be a deterrent. I think you're, you're wise to be trained, you know, to use it both ways. Um, Box is probably going to disagree with me, but yep. a lot of times if you pull your gun, a person sees, wow, this dude isn't fucking around. He's armed. This isn't worth my hassle. I'm out. Um, I'm not going to say, I'm not saying that's what happens all the time. Um, and frankly, I think in a lot, most scenarios that doesn't happen. You know, you have to introduce your gun after the fact, you know, the, the tussle has already fucking happened and it's too late to be a deterrent, but box, why don't you agree with me? Um, because you shouldn't present a lethal, a lethal, um, lethal option to a non-lethal threat. Couldn't disagree more. Say a woman's Why, walking. You, in a, you kill someone that's not a, a lethal threat to you. So you're telling me you're telling me that in a dark parking lot, a woman is clearly being being followed, being chased by a man, some individual. It, she would be in the wrong to dry, draw her firearm on him if she's clearly being chased by him. I disagree. That's not. He's not necessarily. You're never going to know if the interact inter- encounter is going to be lethal until it's too late. So how do you know it's going to be a lethal encounter? I think I that's think my that, thing. I say you- like if somebody, if you're in, if you're in bumper to bumper traffic, a guy comes up with a baseball bat and opens your fucking door and you brandish your gun at him. You point your gun at him and he fucking bails like, fuck this. I got a baseball bat. He's got a gun. I'm out of here. That wasn't necessarily a lethal encounter. Yeah. You could have got out of your car and gave it to him, but my fucking wife and kids are, my kids are in the backseat. So I'm not going to let him have the fucking car. So is that not a good time to brandish my weapon? You may be. Yes, there are. Sure, there are going to be situations, This and this could go for fucking anything. We can dig up situations mm-hmm. all day long where one can be applicable and the other cannot be. But the general uh, idea is don't draw a lethal option until you know it's a lethal encounter. Or until, until, you, until you fear it's a lethal encounter. Uh, maybe that's a, a better way to put it. Until you fear it's a lethal encounter. If you if you don't think it's a lethal encounter, don't fucking draw your gun. That's well, a, I think I would, that's a better way to put it. I would tend to agree with that. Don't just be like, "Ooh, I'm scared. I better draw my gun." No. Present I, non-lethal, I, non-lethal threats with non-lethal force. 
but say to my previous my previous uh, example, a, a woman in a dark parking lot being followed by a man. I frankly don't see anything wrong with her getting her gun out. Like if she's being chased by someone, you know, she's walking real quick, going to her car and some fucker's following her. Pull that gun. Fuck that shit. You know, you don't know if that guy's going to, because once he walks up to you and bear hugs you, it's game over. You're not, you're not big enough to resist him. You don't know if that's going to be lethal, but frankly, I would rather brandish that gun and be wrong than for her to fuck. It's too late. Now she's it's well, that's like I said, you're, you're agreeing with me, but I don't think you're realizing it in that situation. She feared it was a lethal encounter. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Jo I, I, Miles says it's all about that in the moment judgment call. That's why we have people who get acquitted, not charged, and on the other end of the spectrum sent to prison. It's yes, every situation will dictate differently. Mm -hmm. uh, I do. I I do tend to believe that a firearm can be a deterrent. Do I think? I don't think you should just brandish it anytime somebody comes up to your window or anytime somebody yells at you, you know, you're going to get a fight in the outside of a bar on a Friday night, you're walking past and some guy's yelling some bullshit at you. I don't think you should point your gun at him, but I also believe that yes, a firearm is a good deterrent for people who have bad intentions, but aren't willing to, you know, don't fully intend on anyone basically resisting them. So we kind of got off track. This would come back to our nor our regular <laughs> where this subject started at non-lethal. That lady mm -hmm. lady in the parking lot scared because some guy's following her. She would be better off pepper spraying that guy than drawing her firearm because at that point it's a non-lethal encounter. You pepper spray him, you get away. Uh... You get into your car, drive away. Even even being pepper sprayed, if it's a big, I, I don't know. It's it's all situational because even if it's some big dude come running at her and she can fucking pepper spray him, he can still fucking tackle her ass and get her to the ground even if he can't fucking see. Yeah. I don't know. It's all situational. Is there times where non-lethal is better than lethal? Yes. Is there times where lethal is better than non-lethal? Yes. Should you carry both? Probably. I, th I think we're ha we're having a uh, problem. I, I see that I think th see things a little differently. Where there's a certain part where there's a point to each encounter where it turns from non-lethal to lethal. Whereas I th it feels like you guys are seeing it either starts lethal or it doesn't. It there's a point where it's goes from non-lethal to lethal. Sometimes that point is faster than your draw speed. Yeah, but what point is that for the like say what point is that for the female? Like how does she know? What because once once they're engaged, once they're physically engaged, it's, it's not like he's like, "Hey, do you want to come home with me?" and they're conversing. He's fucking, you know, there's it's I'm all not, situational. I, yeah, I'm not saying that she would absolutely 100% be wrong because this is a made up fucking story. Right. And I don't know. I mean, we would have to see a video. We would have to see his, the guy's stance, the look on his face, his body language, how fast he was moving towards her, how, how far he was away from her. 
and need all this all this other kind of information. So we can't really well, speak on that. And then the other thing that we haven't addressed here too is um, is is the verbal aspect. Um, say say she is being followed, and she knows it. Whether she's a couple car lengths away from him, and says, "Hey, stop, stop." And if he does not stop and he keeps advancing, that's a pretty safe bet that he has nefarious con- intent. And at that point, I believe she is justified in, in whatever avenue she takes. Um, but that's that's one thing I know a lot of trainers. I know a lot of trainers uh, speak to this as well, uh, you know, talking at least verbally communicating with them beforehand because that's a very big indicator if you yell at somebody to stop and they do not stop and keep advancing on you well there's a reason that there's a reason cops yell the same thing 150 times before they shoot somebody yeah right and that because there will be an investigation afterwards and that covers their ass i told him to put the car in park 100 times i told him to drop the gun 50 times i told Mm -hmm. him you know that's Mm -hmm. just kind of and that sam could be argued as as being reasonably a lethal encounter so that could be and maybe that and maybe that is your turning point of where it's a non-lethal encounter to a lethal encounter yeah they ignored your commands to stop or back off right yes hmm yeah i i don't know it's well and there's not ever going to be a there's not ever going to be a black and white answer obviously right there's going to be a a, every situation is is going to be you know situational uh so every situation black... is going to be situational the situation hey. is situational. 100. <laughs> Absolutely. i knew as soon as i said that I, that you were going to freaking write yeah. me about it new shirt guys uh, that's a situational situation <laughs> <laughs> boy this situation got really situational <laughs> uh, yeah but um, I, I feel, I, I think the original question was something along the lines of, should you carry non-lethal? And I think the best option probably is yes, because there are times when that is the answer. I know a lot of people don't want to, because it's another thing that they have to EDC. Me personally, I don't, um, but to each their own. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think the answer is it's a good, it's a good, it's a good idea. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm not, I don't think any of us here would be like, no, you're stupid for carrying pepper spray. No, there's a situation for it. Right. It's you situational. Just, yeah. <laughs> you just gotta make that choice on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Good talk though. I enjoyed that. I was a, I was a, I was a nice little, nice little chat. Okay. So are we done? Is that all we have to say about that? I I feel like we've reached like a uh, reached like a, a, a an a, an agreement for the most part. I feel like I said a long time ago. Is there is there times where non-lethal is better than lethal? Yeah. Is there times where lethal is better than non-lethal? Yeah. Should you probably carry both? Yeah. Boy, that, that doesn't really make for make much of a conversation, Johnson. <laughs> boring ass podcast this episode is 37 seconds enjoy the talk you gotta dive deep (laughs) gotta dive deep and examine everything sam had some realizations in this conversation i believe 
determining determining the intent of a person's motives is what keeps lawyers in business. Yep, that's what that scumbag uh, prosecutor was trying to do all day today. He even accused him of, you play video games? <laughs> Call of Duty? Isn't the co- point of Call of Duty is to kill as many people as you can? It's like, and, well, I, and uh, that has got to be the most worthless question I have ever heard in my life. Nope. He was even badgering him about driving without a fucking license, too. Really? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that part, I guess. But um, I think it was just Miles. Terrible. I think Miles posted the video in the, in the Life Short Live Free crew. Um, he was talking about this video game, and, and, and Kyle was like, Yeah, it's a video game. It's not real life. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and it was dead, dead, thug life, you know, the glasses and the chair yeah. and the shit. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good, clean family fun. Okay. Well, I, I suppose that that makes our show. I think that's it. Um, I kind of do want to mention <laughs> one thing before you all get out of here. I want to go to a medical class. I want to go to a Dark Angel medical class. Johnson hasn't said anything about it. Sam just is kind of like, meh, whatever. I'll do whatever you guys want. (laughs) He's just kind of there. He doesn't have a real opinion on anything. But there is a Dark Angel medical class in Wichita, Kansas on April 9th and April 10th of 2022. That's the last one that they have scheduled initially i thought we could wait until there was one closer to us but then i figured wichita is only six hours away it's not that far we could in theory seven go down there it's like six hours and 20 minutes i think something like that but it's 420 dollars and you can pay an extra 150 and get their uh, civilian trauma kit with that and there is a payment plan you can pay like a hundred dollars a month or something like that i think and dark angel medical is is like top tier training they're kind of the standard i think when it comes to uh trauma care in the self-defense world so you guys are getting we'd be getting our money's worth i think that's a that'd be a fantastic investment for every single one of us here I just want to go to one. I, I I need. I want. I've been wanting medical training for a very long time, and I think the best of the best is where to go. So, if any of you guys listening are interested in tagging along and going with us and getting in on that, I do have a post on our forum about that. Where I want to make a plan. I want to. I want to make this happen, and it's going to be a whole lot more fun if we have five or six of us going as a, as a group or something rather than just going alone. Is it, is it a one day deal or two day? Two. So a Saturday and Sunday. Uh, or what days are, I, I don't know. What days I, is it? The ninth and 10th of April. Okay. Which, I'll look quick. Yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Ninth and 10th. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think it'd be I think it'd be a definitely good a good a good thing to uh to do. I I'd be game for it, you know. Like you said, I'm pretty much just whatever. <laughs> I know. It drives me crazy. 
<laughs> Why? What do you want me to? You're, what do you, no, I can't make it. Sorry. No, you, you like you're, you're the most opinionated fucker ever. And then when it comes to something like this, you're just like, yeah, whatever, man. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Form a fucking what? opinion, god damn it. But anyways, uh, I would like some of our listeners to tag along with us. I think that would be fun. Obviously, we'd get like a hotel room or something down there. I mean, I'm sure it's probably eight hour, eight hour classes, two eight hour classes. I'm assuming. I guess I don't know that for sure. So, go down there Saturday, eight hour class, and we can all hang out Saturday night, have fun, finish class Sunday, come back home. I think that'd be awesome and very beneficial for anybody that would like to go along. So, if you want to get in on that, go to our forum. Scroll down to the bottom to the classes area, and I believe there's a topic called "This is our pl- this is, or Let's Make a Plan." I guess is what it's called. Is where I'm trying to get everything going. But I want to go with you guys, so get over there, check it out. Let me know who wants to go, who doesn't, and let's do it. You you the class I mean. Also, also even if you're not interested, go over to the forum, join, join in the on the conversation. You're not interested in a medical class, but you're interested in beers, generators, <laughs> memes. All of that is there. Soft, right. soft core porn. I mean, that might be there. Is that there? Where? <laughs> hold on. Where's that topic? Oh. <laughs> I haven't been moderating it very good today, so I don't know. There might be some over there. We so did have our first good. spam post on there today. I saw that. I was going to fuck with them, but you deleted it before I got yeah, the chance. You're going to fuck with a bot? No, I wasn't. You're, a, you're, you're a lonely man. No, I was going to make fun of the, I was going to make fun of their of their chinglish on there because there was a lot of of I found humorous statements in that in that thing they posted, but It's chinglishly cuz it's a fucking robot, Sam. <laughs> I know, but I I just found it humorous. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, I think that is going to be the end of our show, folks. Thanks for stopping by. Be sure to listen to our entire catalog of podcasts on most major podcast providers and also on our website, lifeshortlivefree.com. If you enjoy what we do and want to help support the show, check out our Subscribestar page for exclusive content and other benefits. If you want to get more involved with the community, join our forum on lifeshortlivefree.com. And if you aren't aware, Gears and Beers is streamed live every other Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and our website. We would love for you to come hang out and get involved in the conversation. Uh, check out our sponsors, Shyworks at Shyworks.com. They're also on Facebook, Parlor, Gab, MeWe. Uh, check out Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com and Facebook. And that's that's the show, folks. That's all we they have, have for you. They have to, that's all, folks. Yep. Thanks, guys, for sticking around. It was a good time. We'll be back in two weeks. Till then, make sure you're checking out the rest of our catalog of shows. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Hope you guys enjoyed yourself. Remember, until we talk to you next time, life short, live free, God bless, and God bless the United States of America. And defund the ATF. And repeal the NFA. And let's get rid of the goddamn CIA while we're at it. Topple the government. (laughs) Anarchy! Become become ungovernable. (laughs) 